My name is Sheriff Rowdy, and I started my day in 1879 in the Dakotas, but this little lady says I am now in 1944 France. She's being chased by these men named Nazis. It's like they got the devil. Well, she needs a good partner, and I'm not one to leave someone to fight evil alone. Get the rip-roaring adventure of Cowboys vs. Nazis at MythMart.com or Amazon. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on all the way well, son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest Don't you cry Hey everybody and welcome to episode 129 of Lupa's Bits. I am your host Lupa. Did you see how quick I did that? There was like no layup. There was no prep. There was just, boom, I'm in. My live studio audience is joining me, too. He's not actually going to be on the podcast. God forbid you speak. <laughs> oh, you know, he's making fish lips at me. Okay, so housekeeping. Um, I don't have any because they never give me any. Apparently, there are contestants for the OCC, but I I don't have the list. No, 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 because you will screw up the 10 things I can't say on Spotify. Because it's in the message. If you send me the message with the people, we're going to do the announcement for the OCC at the end of the podcast. Because then he can forward the message again and it won't move where I have it open on my screen to the new message because we got a letter. So this is going to be the episode where I rant about a few things. I have a few things that have been building. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you like George Carlin. <laughs> um, what are the rules apparently? So in order to be on Spotify, what? I'm not supposed to say that. I'm supposed to say the spy that's spotted. Spotted? Okay, I'm sorry. Please ignore what I said earlier. In order to be on a certain media platform that flies and has spots, there are rules. Whether you're a musician, a podcaster, or other contributor, it is aware to, it is important to be aware of what is not allowed on our platform. The examples in the below sections are for illustrative purposes and are not exhaustive. Well, they are very exhaustive. They are exhausting. Um, apparently I, well, not apparently, I did get our entire network removed from their platform. Me and one other podcaster, was not on my podcast. They did their own podcast and apparently they did some no, no, no's. 
And you see how I did that? There were three of them. <laughs> um, and we got put on the radar and then it was either their podcast about a volatile situation that was happening in our country and in the U.S. Or it was my podcast about a separate volatile situation that was happening and our expressions, our personal expressions of exasperation and frustration with certain um, authoritative bodies that govern large pieces of land. How's that for not that? That was a pretty good description, I think. Yeah. Um, that got us kicked off of their media platform. So Dave had to write a very hat in hand on bended knee. I'm so sorry. Email to them asking them if they could put our podcasts back on the on their platform and slowly one by one they started returning them and i believe they started with uh my public life as an american nerd i think that was the first one that was back and then oddly enough they put <coughs> seeing red back and that's not even in publication anymore and that is worse than anything that i have ever said <coughs> Okay, I don't even swear most of the time. Um, I might have to, and I, I may give you a warning later because there is something funny I want to say involving the F word. Um, and I will put a warning and, and don't hold it against me, but it is kind of funny. But anyway. Um, and then I think it was like, who's the boss? And Myth Bits came back. And then the three no's came back. And then he had to send a separate email asking if they were going to put my podcast back on the network because my podcast still had not shown up back on the network. And they sent him this list of things that I'm not allowed to talk about, uh, rules that I am to follow. And then the, he had to agree to them. Silly boy. And then they would put me back onto the network, onto their, their platform. So these are the things that I have to abide by. And as you can tell, I'm a writer. I can get very creative in how I word things. I always find a loophole. <laughs> okay, so um, this place is home to communities where people can create, express themselves, listen, share, learn, and be inspired. Don't promote violence, incite hatred, harass, or engage in any other behavior that may place people at risk or of serious physical harm or death when speaking against the government, the, oh boy, hang on, <clears throat> I'm going to need a drink for this, hold on. Okay, let me see if I can get them all in one breath. The LGBTQIA2S+, now, the um, indigenous community is having a problem with the 2S being added to that, because that is an indigenous thing, that is not a LGBTQIA thing that is indigenous only. It means two spirited. And that is something that is, is native only. And for 
white man to say that they are two-spirited, that is, in their eyes, cultural appropriation. Moving along, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to put an opinion, heaven forbid, because we are in the middle of reading the rules of things that I'm not allowed to say. Ten things I can't say on my podcast. I feel like George Carlin. I really do. It's kind of cool. I was really excited. When he told me he got this email with, like, rules that I had to follow, I won't lie. I was like, yes, I've made it. I got kicked off a media platform. I've been, you know, muzzled in some way, shape, or form. Stop playing with it. (laughs) And you know what? I'm not even going to clarify what that comment meant. Y'all can just take that and run with it. (laughs) Okay. So, or minority communities. Now, what to avoid? Content that advocates or glorifies serious physical harm towards an individual or group includes but may not be limited to encouraging, promoting, or glorifying suicide and self-harm. If you or someone you know is struggling or thinking of self-harm, please seek help. Call the 1-800-LINES, talk to a friend, reach out throw a rock at somebody, get somebody's attention. Inciting or threatening serious physical harm or acts of violence against a specific target or a specific group. I I do think that might have been one of the things that got me at least on the radar. Um, oops. Uh, encouraging promotion or glorifying... Okay, I already read that. Never mind. Moving along. Content that promotes or supports terrorism or violent extremism includes but may not be limited to glorifying or praising violent extremist groups or their members. I think that was the no-no-no's that that got them on the radar for the volatile situation they were discussing about the governing, the, well, wait, the authoritative parties that look after large pieces of land. There we go. <laughs> Coordinating, promoting, threatening, or praising an act of violence by or on behalf of violent extremist groups. Or, you know, I really wish they would have given their definition of what a violent extremist group is. Because we have a group in, I don't know if you have it in the States, called MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. And they can be pretty extreme in their measures to get their point across. So, anyway, um, providing instructions or instructional materials to commit an act of violent extremism, soliciting an individual. That, that might have been me. I might have done that one. Because um, I'm thinking back on the one particular podcast that I think I that, that got us removed. And I may or may not have suggested that they could or could not do certain things, um, you know. <laughs> um, but then again, you know, that sort of behavior could be added to the LGBTQIA2S+. Look at me go without even having to look them up! I got them all! Um, now they're trying to add maps. Are you shaking your head saying, no, don't go there, or shaking your head saying, no, it's not ever going to be a thing? Don't go there? 
He's going to speak up because I need clarification because I have lots to say about that. No, just what it means. I'm just shaking my head. Oh, shaking his head at what it means. Okay, okay. So for those who don't know what a map is, it's a pedophile with a fancy name. Plain and simple. Um, there are several states, and I'm not sure about provinces in Canada. I didn't actually Google. I know um, it might have been a thing in Ontario. Let's see. Anyway, maps are minor attracted persons, and they are trying to uh, become an accepted sexual orientation. I know exactly a great place for them to be an accepted sexual orientation and it's the perfect way to check out the sharpness of the blades in your wood chipper oh and the spray radius just so you know that's about the only place that i think they belong but that's just my opinion opinion and opinions are as far as i know still free and still allowed Um. So, yeah, I would definitely uh, promote and support some violent acts against anybody who identifies themselves as a map. Because as far as I'm concerned, you're going to need one. The police will need one to find your body or pieces thereof. Anyway, moving on. Um, soliciting Soliciting an individual or group to finance, undertake an act of violent extremism, or become involved in the activities of a violent extremist group. Yeah, all right. Content that targets an individual or identifiable group for harassment or related abuse includes, but they, oh, well, I might violate that one today. I just might violate that one today. Um, or related abuse includes, but may not be limited to, repeatedly targeting specific individuals with sexual advances. I won't be violating that one. Sharing, threatening to share, or encouraging others to share someone's private information, including credit card or banking information, and national identity numbers, etc. I won't be doing that either, so I might be alright. I might be able to slip under the radar with this one. Content that incites violence or hatred towards a person or group of people based on race, religion, gender identity, or expression. What kind of expression? Expression of what? It doesn't say. Sex, ethnicity, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, veteran status, age, disability, or other characteristics associated with systematic discrimination or marginalization includes, but may not be limited to, praising, supporting, or calling for violence against a person. Well, that's kind of contradictory right there. Praising or supporting or calling for violence. Those are three different acts. Uh, against a person or group of people based on the characteristics listed above. Dehumanizing statements about a person or group based on the protected characteristics listed above. I might violate that one. Promoting or glorifying hate groups and their associated images and or symbols. I won't be doing that one. Content and that promotes dangerous, false, or dangerous, deceptive medical information that may cause offline harm or poses a direct threat to public health. Includes, but may not be limited to, asserting that AIDS 
really? COVID-19, cancer, or other serious life-threatening diseases are a hoax or not real. I've never heard of AIDS or cancer being considered a hoax. Seeing as my father died of cancer and I watched it happen in front of me, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a hoax. I mean, we all wanted to get away from mom at least once, but I don't think you would go, my dad would go to that elaborate of measures just to get away from my mom. Although she's pretty cagey. You might have to. Um, encouraging the consumption of bleach products to cure various... Did you know if you are a minor attracted person, if you drink a bottle of Clorox, that'll fix that right up? <laughs> oh, my poor producer's just shaking his head. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I violated that one. Um, and the thing is, is where he lives, unfortunately, is the biggest state that is pushing for this to be accepted. And I'm pretty sure if it is, he'll be moving. Because he has two young daughters. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If he does, I will, if, if, yeah, if he doesn't move, um, when I'm there visiting, uh, I will be taking taekwondo, jujitsu, and anything else that I need to, and pulling my, um, Lorena Bobbitt PS, PTSD card out and going, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to decapitate him. He startled me. My bad. <laughs> Oops. I'm PMS. Oh. I'll pick something. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, promoting or suggesting that vaccines approved by local health authorities are designed to cause death. I don't think I'll be violating that one. Encouraging people to purposely get infected with COVID-19 in order to build immunity to it. For example, promoting or hosting coronavirus parties. Well, isn't that what all parties today are now? You have 15 people in a room. Chances are three of them are going to be carrying. And not just guns. They probably have the virus. So every party nowadays is a coronavirus party. Um, content that illicitly promotes the sale of regulated or illegal goods includes but may not be limited to selling illegal firearms or firearms parts selling illegal drugs. Now, I have a question about this one. And I posed this question when I was speaking to said live studio audience slash producer when he sent these to me. Um, what constitutes illegal drugs? Because in the country of Canada, from coast to coast, marijuana is legal. But in the United States, it is not legal in every state. So if somebody is listening in, say, where is it not legal? Arkansas. Okay. okay. I read your lips really well there. Um, okay. So if, say, Alan is listening, I've lost my live studio audience. He's disappeared. If Alan is listening in Arkansas, and I'm talking about gummy marijuana gummies, 
Am I going to get in trouble because I'm promoting illegal drugs in Al- in Arkansas? Because my podcast is being broadcast. That runs In Arkansas, and it's talking about marijuana gummies. And it's illegal in Arkansas. Now, would Alan get in trouble for listening to an illegal podcast? Or would I get in trouble for supplying said illegal podcast? I would get in trouble. Oh, no, you host the podcast. You're the producer. You own the network. That would be you. You would get in trouble. (laughs) I would just get removed from the platform again. (laughs) So, yeah, I was wondering about that. So, selling endangered species or products derived from endangered species. Again, if it's endangered in one place, is it endangered in another? Okay, content that promotes, solicits, or facilitates child sexual abuse or exploitation includes, but may not be limited to. Hold on. Does that not include maps? That would fall under child sexual abuse, would it not? I seem to think so. Mm-hmm. All right, moving along. Visual depictions of a minor engaged in a sexual act or lascivious depictions of a nude minor. Ew. Promoting acts of sexual abuse against a child in exchange for money. Wood chipper. Encouraging or promoting sexual attraction by adults towards minors. Is that not the law they're trying to push through? That being a map is natural. That that is their sexual orientation. Well, according to this platform, it's illegal. Um, Promoting, normalizing, or glorifying child grooming behaviors. Jeffrey Marsh. Oh, sorry, that slipped. My nose was itchy. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think, and I see, I know that those podcasts aren't what got us removed because I did them after we got put back on the network. So, you know, I might be on the radar again. Hi, guys. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) I'm the problem. It's okay. You love me. Uh, Creating great experiences on this platform requires trust that people are who they say they are. Well, I am me. I've never professed to be anything else other than me. Sometimes I pretend I'm a writer. Um, but yeah, I'm me. Um, that they won't be scammed and that no one is trying to manipulate their particular platform. Don't use malicious practices to deceive others. So what we have to avoid, what I have to avoid. Uh, content that impersonates others in order to deceive includes, but may not be limited to, replicating the same name, in, image, and or description, excuse me, as another existing creator. I don't know why you'd want to do that, because, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Posing as another person, brand, or organization in a misleading manner. Now, I, that I see, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't do it because I don't. I'm not a lawbreaker by nature. Um, but, I mean, I may have pulled a Yui or two on the street that I'm not supposed to, but, you know, nobody saw me. Actually, the cop did see me the other day, and he just waved as I went by. Um, but I do, there are scam artists that will pose as a charitable organization like 
UNICEF or um, the Red Cross or the Salvation Army to get money from you and whatever. Um, audio or visual media artificially created through the use of technology that's purported to be true, such as digitally manufactured. What? How? I'm not even sure how you would do that. I'm not that tech, that computer savvy, but okay. So, oh, I missed like an entire section. Let me go back. <laughs> Content that promotes manipulated and synthetic media. This is going to make more sense now. Okay. Content that promotes manipulated and synthetic media as authentic in ways that pose the risk of harm includes, but may not be limited to, audio or video recording that comes from a real and valid source that has been altered in a way that changes the meaning or context of the original media and is purported to be true. That's just the news. Pick a side. Pick liberal news or conservative news. It happens on both ends. You'll get the, okay, if you put the two together, you'll get the entire story. But the liberals will take the parts that they want and put them on their news channels, and the conservatives will take the parts that they want and put it on their news channels. And it's yeah. That's just the news. Um, and it's sad that we now have two separate. Like, it's a thing. There is liberal news and there is conservative news. That's how it is. There is no in between. There is nobody that's just reporting at all. Um, thus posing a risk of harm to the speaker or other individuals. Um, I've seen a lot of funny memes where they've cut up bits and pieces of President Biden's um, speeches to make it sound a whole lot more entertaining. And surprisingly, it makes a whole lot more sense than what the original speech that he said in the first place. So, you know, um, audio or visual media artificially created through the use of technology that's purported to be true, such as digitally manufactured sexual audio and video content, or content falsely suggesting that someone committed a crime. Okay. Uh, I think that may have come about because of Amber Heard and, and the Johnny Depp trial. You know, they, they actually do sell eyeshadow kits now that says Amber Heard's black eye on it it's really funny anyway um content that attempts to manipulate or interfere with election related processes includes but may not be limited oh here we go my studio audience is shaking his head may not be limited to misrepresentation of procedures in a civic process that could discourage or prevent participation but there's already a rule way back at the beginning that says you're not allowed to say anything bad against the government. So that would take out this part. If you're going to misrepresent the procedures, you're saying something bad against the government. So, you know, they've just defined it a little better now. That could discourage or prevent participation. Misleading content promoted to intimidate or suppress voters from participating in an election. Content that attempts to take advantage of the 
identified that is spotted community includes, but may not be limited to, posting, sharing, or providing instructions on implementing malware or related malicious practices that seek to harm or gain unauthorized access to computers, network systems, or other technologies. I am not smart enough to do that. Phishing or related attempts to deceptively, deceptively, wow, I'm not even smart enough to say the word, deceptively solicit or collect sensitive information. If you want to tell me your deep, deep, dark secrets, feel free. I don't need to go fishing for it. I don't have the right rod and the lures are kind of rusty, but, you know, I'm not even sure I have the right bait. Anyway. Yeah, my nose is really itchy tonight. I'm going to kiss a fool, but he's 3,000 miles away. Promoting investment. <laughs> you guys tongue stuck out at me. Promoting investment in financial scams like get rich quick and pyramid schemes or otherwise encouraging others to part with money under false pretenses. Oh, I don't give any false pretenses when I'm trying to get you to up some money. I am broke and the network needs some cash. There's no false pretense there. <laughs> Send it to Dave. He has a PayPal. Well, the business has a PayPal. Um, you can actually just buy ad space on my podcast and you will get whatever it is you want to sell promoted and our network will get the money. See? No false advertising. Just your advertising. And if it's false, that's not my problem. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. <laughs> okay. Sensitive content. We have tons of amazing content on the five that is spotted, but there are certain things that we don't allow on our platform. And this might be where I got in trouble. We don't post excessively violent or graphic content and don't post sexually explicit content. Okay, so maybe not. What to avoid? Content that promotes graphic or gratuitous depictions of violence, gore, or other shocking imagery includes, but may not be limited to, severely mutilated or dismembered bodies. Do they have, like, visual things on here? Like, can you watch, like, videos and stuff? I thought it was all audio, but apparently not. Um, because how would you show imagery of a dismembered body promoting animal cruelty or torture? Content that contains sexually explicit material includes, but may not be limited to, pornography or visual depictions of genitalia or nudity presented for the purpose of sexual gratification. Dudes, there's Pornhub for that. You don't need to go here. Go there. Um, and you can pretty much find whatever you're looking for on there, as long as it's legal. If it's not, you're twisted and go away. Advocating or glorifying sexual themes related to rape, incest, or bestiality. Blech. Sorry. That's just like a visceral response to that. Um, illegal content. The law is the law. No matter who you are, it is your responsibility to comply with applicable laws and regulations. What to avoid. Content that violates applicable laws and regulations includes, but may not be limited to, content that does not comply with applicable sanctions and export regulations. Content that is intended to promote or commit an illegal act of any kind. Again, we're back to the talking about pot in Arkansas. You need to tell Alan he's not allowed to listen to the podcast. 
because now I've talked about it a few times, and it's illegal in Arkansas. Content provided to this platform without obtaining necessary permissions. Content that infringes third-party copyrights or trademarks. If you notice, the music on all of our podcasts are only less than 30 seconds. Why? Or they've been remixed. Why? Because you can use copyrighted content as long as you keep it under 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, what happens to rule breakers? I'll tell you what happens to rule breakers. Their entire network gets yanked off of the platform. That's what happens to rule breakers. Uh, we take these decisions seriously and keeping context in mind when making them. Breaking the rules may result in the vault. The, in the violative content being removed from Spotify, repeated or egregious violations. And I must have done some because it says e repeated or egregious violations may result in accounts being suspended and or terminated. I was terminated. They did not tell me what my repeated or egregious violation was, but apparently it was e repeated and egregious because I was terminated. What else do I need to know? Well, these platform rules will ensure that this platform remains an open and safe platform for all. Huh. Snow White and her birds. Uh, we will continue to... I'm going to get kicked off of here just for picking on this platform. <laughs> um, we will continue to evaluate and update this information as needed, so please check back frequently. Depending on which product or feature you use, you may be subject to additional requirements, so please follow those too. Finally, there are other actions we may take on content in addition to those listed above. Well, yay. They're not going to like this podcast at all. <laughs> so let's get into it. There's a little bit to unpack. Um, first of all, let's beat the dead horse. Um, Dylan Mulvaney has come out as a lesbian. What? Were you not getting enough clicks on your TikToks? You had to switch it up a little bit. Because you have to remember, before he became a she, before Dylan was trans, he was gay, he was an actor, he was a musician, and he wasn't very good at it. Wasn't very popular, wasn't... And then COVID hit, and he found his, his groove, or her groove. And he went from being gay to non-binary, and then decided, nope, I'm not non-binary anymore, I'm actually a girl. Now, think about that. Just a little bit. Dylan's come out as a lesbian. Started out as a man. Think about it. That used to be a running joke back in the day. You know, I'm just a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Now it's a thing. Now it's like a, it's a thing. We're not allowed to joke about it anymore. I'm Gen X. I don't care. Um, so... He went through, she went through, I'm having a hard time with pronouns. I'm terribly sorry. And I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. 
don't think that I am transphobe or whatever you want to call me. I'm not. Um, I really don't care, to be honest. The pro, the what? Okay, the pronouns that I have a problem with, I don't have a problem with him, her, or her, 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 she. What is it? She, her, him, he, or they, them. They, them, I don't quite understand, but to each their own. But I've seen a new one popping up lately. I don't know if it's new, but I've never seen it before. And it's he, they, or she, them. What? Wait, what? Are you, are you now letting your multiple personalities identify as something? Because how can you be a she and a them? I don't understand. I don't understand the they, them, like pick one. There's only two. And, and any, any trans person, if you listen to their argument on why they're calling us cis and why they've given us that label and why everything has a label, it's, it's because they don't identify. And these are their words with the gender assigned at birth, which means there's only two genders assigned at birth. They don't assign you non-binary. They don't assign you transgendered. They don't assign you as a kitty cat at birth. No, you are assigned male or female. So you no longer agree with the gender assigned at birth. Their words. But there's only two. How can you be a they them? Are you both at the same time? Like what? Tuesday, you're a girl. Wednesday, you're a boy. Thursday, half and half. I saw Victor Victoria. I know how that works. It's a really good movie with Julie Andrews. You should watch it. Which is another thing. You're wanting to like, they're, now they're all up in arms about drag queens too. Have you not realized you've been watching drag queens your entire life? Did you miss the part where Bugs Bunny slapped on a dress and some red lipstick and flipped down the ears and went, hey, to Elmer Fudd? And Elmer melted onto his rifle? Did you miss all that? That was a boy bunny in a girl bunny suit. And I know it's a boy bunny because the boy bunny would go completely stiff every time Lola Bunny would walk by. That was the cartoon version of a hard-on. I'm not sure if my live studio audience is hiding in shame or laughing. <laughs> Or shaking his head going, oh, I'm going to get into so much trouble. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's not right. I'm not saying it's not, you can do whatever you want. I don't understand the they, them. I have a hard time wrapping my brain around that, but I'm not a they, them. I'm not a he, she. I'm not a, a she, they. I'm a, a, a she, period. There's no her. There's just one. One, me, just she. I'm, I'm it. <laughs> ah, maybe that's the day them. I don't know. Anyway, I don't understand the he they or the she they, the she them. I don't. Can somebody please explain that to me so I can understand it? Because I don't want to be um ignorant. I'm not an ignorant person, and. I don't care who you love, what goes on behind closed doors in your bedroom is not my business. I don't care. Don't care. The only time I care is if it involves something 
small and childlike, then I will kick your door down. And I'll go, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Can I introduce you to my friend Winchester? Or Remington? I have Smith and Wesson here, too. You know, they're good buddies of mine. Anyway. I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't understand the map culture. I will never, ever accept it. Um, and if that gets us pulled off of this particular platform that has given me this list of rules, then I am perfectly okay with saying, see ya. I do not want to be associated with a platform that acknowledges that that's okay. But anyway, that's, I'm, that's, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's, that's another rant down the road. Um, we're still talking about Dylan. I can't believe we're still talking about Dylan. Like, good grief. So, after Dylan was non-binary, Dylan decided that Dylan was actually a girl. So, it was COVID. Everybody was locked in their houses. They had nothing better to do but watch TikTok. So Dylan got very famous very quickly because Dylan decided that she was going to document every day of being a girl for an entire year. The whole transformation and all the experiences that Dylan had transitioning from gay non-binary male to heterosexual female who's now a lesbian so you went from being a gay man that liked men to a trans woman who used to be a man who liked women and she did an interview or a TikTok or something. It was a video. It's out there. You'll find it. Talking about um, how she told her parents that she was a lesbian. And her parents were shocked. And I'm kind of going, wait, what? They were shocked at that? Really? Okay. And she said, her father said to her, I can't wait until you get a girl pregnant and I get grandchildren. And Dylan giggled and said, oh, no, <laughs> I'll be the one getting pregnant. What? <laughs> that is not humanly possible. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how many hormones you take. It doesn't matter how many top surgeries and body bottom surgeries you have. You will never grow a uterus or a cervix. And they have not perfected the implantation process for that yet. I'm not saying they're not ever going to. I honestly didn't think they could give a girl a penis. But apparently it's a thing. You can. Um, they take chunks of skin from your inner thighs. To form this, I actually did some research on it, and it's not even like transitioning from male to female is aesthetically much prettier. 
they can make the outer packaging look much prettier than they do female to male. It look it, no, no. There'll be a lot of encounters in the dark, and they don't even work. There is um, a lot of damage that is done to the nerve endings, so I don't see how she thinks she's going to get pregnant. Um, especially if she's a lesbian. She's sleeping with girls. We don't have those parts. Not even if we started out as a boy. Because you don't like the penis, so the person that you're having the relationship with and hoping to get pregnant from doesn't have that part anymore anyway. Are you hoping for immaculate conception? I I don't know. Somebody needs to explain to me how this is going to work. Um, I'm beginning to think that, I mean... A lot of her videos coming out now are, she's like, day 10,000 and whatever of being a human. She's now taken her identity. After making it such a big deal, she got some backlash for the Bud Light stuff. Uh, people were, like, losing their ever-loving little redneck minds. And... She couldn't handle the heat. Well, you put yourself out there, honey. You asked for this. You had to have known that if you were going to do this, this is something that's very controversial. That a lot of, I mean, and your videos are being seen in the Bible Belt of the South. Come on. Her, she's coming out with the, you know, so many days of being human because she doesn't want to be controversial. She doesn't want her identity, her gender to be what she's known for. Wait, what? <laughs> there are a lot of things about this entire Dylan Mulvaney. Like, I used to follow Dylan Mulvaney at the beginning because I thought, oh, how cute. And she was very sweet. She was very innocent. She was very naive. And she was asking all the right questions. She was actually asking women for help for how do I deal with this? How do I deal with that? What's better? And, and including this in the conversation, you know, learning from us, not trying to erase us and, 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 and label us. And then it just, it got to be too much for me. And she started pandering and, and, it just, it doesn't, it didn't seem genuine anymore. It seemed more for views, more for likes than it was authentic. And I am all about somebody transitioning authentically. I have had people in my life that I have loved dearly transition. And I have been there when they have cried because they have this new pain in their chest that they don't know what it is and their boobs are very sensitive and they hurt and they don't understand it. It's like, it's okay. It's hormones. It happens. Don't worry. This is what you do. Um, and it was really like talking 
a young girl through the beginning stages of puberty, which is why I was so good at it. Um, because they're going through a lot of the hormonal changes that a young girl going through the first stages of puberty go through. So, like I, I, I said, I've had people in my life that I have loved dearly. And I say in my life past tense because the one particular person has now died. Um, causes unknown. And they went into, they had the whole top and bottom surgery and they went into it thinking it was going to solve all of their emotional and mental issues. And unfortunately, what happened and what happens with a lot of people who transition, it made those issues worse because now their outsides matched how they thought they felt inside. So they couldn't blame all the extra trauma and the extra baggage and all of the issues on the inside that were still there on the way they looked on the outside. Because they had fixed what they thought was the problem. And they discovered very quickly that that wasn't the problem. That might have been part of the problem. But that wasn't the problem. Uh, so... Uh, and I find it a lot, it, it's very bizarre to make this kind of connection, but I find it a lot with people who have the gastric bypass surgery as well, that have like the lap band or the gastric bypass. They're thinking, um, again, another person that I've loved dearly, she was a sister to me. Um, she was my muse. A lot of my poetry, um, you'll see at the top of it, you know, inspired by my muse again. Or for my muse, she was my muse for the longest time. She's now gone. Uh, Dana. I was saying that for you, live studio audience, so you could make the connection who I was talking about. She had um, the bypass surgery and thought that that would fix all of her problems. Unfortunately, what it did was it brought every single one of those problems to the surface. Because now she could no longer blame her depression and her sadness and her self-harm and her drug addiction on her weight, because that was no longer a problem. That was gone. But all of those other issues remained. And I think what has happened with Dylan is she went through this metamorphosis. She went through this transformation. She got what she wanted. She got the fame. She got the the popularity she got the pretty i'm the pretty girl she got the aubrey audrey hepburn look she got the big party and the red carpet and all of the grandness of being a caricature of a pretty girl because that's what she was the way she dressed the way she did her makeup the way she the clothing that she wore was very magazine it wasn't real life you look at a real-life woman her age, 26, I think, and most days we are shucking around in track pants and an oversized sweatshirt or baggy t-shirt and a pair of shorts, flip-flops, hair in a messy bun, no makeup. The only time we're putting on the dainty, pretty little, you know, mid-thigh 
spaghetti strap dress and and you know the 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 fancy nails and the jewelry and the hair up and the the makeup on point as if we're going out to something be it work or dinner or a date or um an event because if we're just going to a house party we're wearing jeans and a t-shirt jeans and a button up jeans and something tank top shorts tank top flip-flops out the door hair in a bun hair in a ponytail that's how we roll but she became a caricature of a magazine woman and i think as her fame grew a lot of her um emotional issues her lack of confidence her unsuccessfulness as an actor um and a musician all kind of came to a head and i don't know if she's a lesbian i don't i don't know if if that's real or not because i don't know what about her is authentic anymore and Yeah. Bud Light could have picked anybody else and probably would have gotten a better response. But she was such a caricature by the time Bud Light decided to make her their poster person that it just it blew up in their face. Their stocks went down, Maybelline stocks went down, Nike stocks went down. And those are three of the big brands that affiliated themselves with Dylan. Um and it's a, it's a sad thing to see because, like I said, in the very beginning, if you watch her videos in the very beginning, she is very authentic and she is very real and she is very raw and open. And then as it goes on, she becomes very polished and very um, pandering and very commercial and becomes a caricature, becomes a character, an actor, somebody portraying a girl instead of somebody transitioning to a girl. And that's when she lost me. I was out. Um, yeah, so... <sighs> you should have realized you were a lesbian when you were still a boy and saved yourself a whole lot of hassle. Just saying. Anyway, I think the Dylan thing is starting to die down because now it's the big battle with um between women and a select few trans women i'm not lumping all trans women into this category because not all trans women are this and i'm not struggling for words i'm trying to find the most diplomatic um unoffensive non-biased way to say and my 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 live studio audience is just say it just say it just say it um not all transgendered people are dickwads that's the best term i can come up with because they're dickwads some of them they are misogynistic they feel the need to mansplain to a woman how to be a woman 
Wait, what? <laughs> Dude. I'm sorry. Plug your ears, babe. This might be a little graphic for you. But until you wake up in a puddle of your own blood in the middle of the night, and very casually roll out of bed and go, damn. Throw a towel on top of it, change your underwear, throw a pad on and crawl back into bed. Don't talk to me about what it means to be a woman. Because that's what it means to be a woman. Waking up to a crime scene and going, well, shit. My period's here. That's seven days of my life that is going to be absolutely miserable for not just me, but everybody around me. As if they're not already afraid enough because they just went through an entire week of PMS that you just thought they were just being irrational. And they just didn't understand where you were coming from and were being obtuse. And when you start that first day of your period and you realize that the whole previous week you need to apologize to about 12 people your partner for one um because they're usually the one that you rip their head off and shit down their neck it's the nicest way i could put it <laughs> don't worry it's coming <laughs> not for me well i don't know i might just when you're out one day i might just have to text you and just if you get a text that says bring chocolate don't question don't question bring enough for me and the girl because although I no longer um, get the period part because I had a hysterectomy, I still PMS. And every woman with ovaries, wait a minute, I came up with a term that I'm actually going to start using for myself. Because if you're going to label us, fine, then I'm going to pick my own damn label. I am a non-GMO woman. I am not genetically modified. I'm non-GMO. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. You gotta laugh at that. <laughs> I am a real biological female. So, any biological female, anybody that's non-GMO, and I know, I'll know who has listened to the podcast, because I will get a text message that says G non-GMO in big capital letters. Because I usually get a little quip every here and there, and that's how I know they've listened to the podcast. Anyway, um, any biological female, when they're around other biological females, their cycles tend to um, coordinate. And they might be off by a week, like one week, one woman will PMS, and then the next week, the next woman will PMS, and so on and so on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so every two weeks out of the month, when I am in California, is going to be hell for the men in that house. I am so sorry. And there probably will be squabbling between me and the girl, because we're both rabid animals by that point. <laughs> it's just the way it is when you're a biological female so and like I said I'm not directing this at the entire trans community because most of them 
are wonderful. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because most of them are wonderful. And a lot of them are speaking out on TikTok, on Instagram, against the select few. <laughs> He's going to blow an aneurysm in a minute. <laughs> um. See, now I've lost my train of thought. See, he's mansplaining to me. <laughs> um, most of them are wonderful, and most of them are actually standing up to defend the one group of people that have defended them from the very beginning. So... I watched a TikTok and I I actually saved it to my phone because I wanted to respond to it. And I've done what my teacher, my spiritual teacher, my therapist, my psychiatrist, all of them had given me this technique years ago. And I always thought, oh, you know what? You're an idiot. Um, But it works. And it it was given to me in various different times in my life for vastly different reasons and vastly different things. Um, but the, the gist of the lesson is when you come at something in a heightened state of emotion, set it aside, calm down, give it a couple of days, and then come back and look at it again. And if you have the same response, set it aside, give it some more time, come back to it. And if you still have the same response, okay, react. Because that is how you feel. So I saved this video to my phone because my visceral reaction to this video was first throw my phone. So I was very angry. But I know not to throw my phone. I have learned that lesson. And seeing as I am now down to one phone, I cannot afford to throw said phone. So I set the phone down and I walked away. And then I shared it with a friend just to make sure that I was reacting appropriately. And her response was, wow. I'm like, right? And she's like, yeah. Now, luckily or unluckily for this trans person they have turned off their stitch and their duet now they stitched somebody's original video to berate them and to um break them down and and belittle them and be very ignorant to them but they didn't allow anybody the opportunity to rebuttal. And that's kind of how these things are supposed to go. If you're going to attack somebody, you need to leave an avenue to be attacked. Because if you're going to come out with vitriol like that, you need to be able to defend it. So you need to allow an avenue of correspondence between you and those that have had to listen to this crap 
but they shut them off. So there is a way. I saved the video to my phone and I can green screen it and pause it at certain places and comment. I haven't yet because I haven't been able to get back, get past the sweary part. And I want to get past the sweary part because I don't want to start my TikTok with bad words. I don't swear on my TikTok. I don't swear on my podcast for the most part. And I can't watch this video without wanting to create bad words because the bad words that are already in existence aren't good enough. Makes me very angry. And he starts out by attacking women. And, and mansplaining. Well, and the funny thing is, is it's a trans man. So it started out as a woman. Is now a man. But they have the mansplaining down to a T. Calling us weak and, and, and phobic and scared to be labeled. No, we never asked for it. We never wanted it. And if you demand that we respect your labels, then we are within our rights to demand that you respect our non-labels. Right? That would, that would, that would only be fair, right? Um, but it starts out attacking women and then moves into, um, attacking the, um, gay and lesbian part of the LGBTQ community and saying that, you know, the trans people were the ones that stood up for the gays when they wanted to get married. And, um, now they're not standing up for them. Well, they are when you're not being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you're not, they did it when gay people wanted to get married they marched, they spoke up, but they did it in a way that wasn't aggressive. Wasn't it, it, they, they had a conversation. They didn't have a shouting match. They didn't threaten. They didn't scream. They didn't stomp their feet and demand rights. They had a conversation. They presented their case and said, look it, we're human. We bleed just like you. We love, we cry, we hurt, we, we get sick, we work, we have jobs. We, you know, should be allowed the same freedoms and privileges that you guys have, that straight people have. And the law, the government went, you know, you make a good point. You're right. That's not what, and it's, it's sad because it's a, a, it's the minority, not the majority of the trans community. It's the minority of the trans community is screaming and stomping their feet and demanding and threatening and attacking those that challenge 
what they feel they're entitled to. And yes, I use the word entitled because that's how they're behaving. You are not entitled to anything. Nobody, nobody is entitled to anything. You are not entitled to a place to live. You are not entitled to food in your belly. You are not entitled to clothes on your back. You are not entitled to even have the air you breathe. You are not entitled to anything. Before there were houses and buildings and we lived in caves, it was survival of the fittest, dude. And I'm sorry, but you're not it. <laughs> you would be saber-tooth bait. But they're demanding respect. And I was always taught growing up, respect is not given, it is earned. You need to show that you are worthy of that respect. I'm not going to respect you because you tell me I have to respect you. Especially when you're not respecting me and my wishes and, and, and what I'm asking for. Which is exactly what you're asking for. But I'm not allowed to do that. Because that marks me as transphobic. Okay, then if we're going to go down that route, doesn't that make you cisphobic? Aren't you straightphobic? Heterophobic. There you go. If you're going to say that my request to not be labeled is considered transphobic, then your demands that I be labeled are heterophobic. Logic would dictate, would it not? One would think. So I have yet to respond to this gentleman. And I use that term loosely. Because I haven't quite formulated how I'm going to do this intelligently, calmly. informatively and without swear words. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? <laughs> That's my dryer beeping. I'm sorry. It's got the cutest little beat when it's done. It's just adorable. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that kind of still got me, uh, twitching. And I think I will be upset about that as long as I keep seeing it on my TikTok. Um, I've actually, my, my algorithm is starting to move me away from the aggressive trans women, um, which is good because it's very bad for my mental health. Apparently it's crazy night in Sutton. <laughs> you might hear some shouting in the background. That's, there it is. Oh no, he's singing. Yeah. It Hey I don't know he's yelling at, but he just kicked my building. 
always yelling at somebody. Anyway, as I was saying, um, as long as they're demanding respect from me, I'm going to demand the same from them. When we can sit down and have a conversation and share ideas and um, opinions like adults, then I may consider respecting what they would like. But until then, no, <laughs> no. No, no, I can't. I can't. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're whatever. I don't care. What I care about is your, I'm not infringing on your rights. I'm not infringing on your. Oh, they're coming for him. You hear it? They're coming for him. Yep, they got him. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you know, you have to understand, I live in a town of 6,000 people. All right? They roll the sidewalks up at 6 p.m., and at 9 p.m., they shut the lights out. That's it. There's nothing. It's dead silence. Okay? Especially on a Wednesday, which is when I'm recording. So to have some lunatic walking down the middle of the street, kicking buildings, he kicked my building. Um, that's gonna, people are gonna notice. And you're going to hear the sirens. It's a little bit of excitement in town at 1223 a.m. He must have been coming from the top spot. I think that's all that's open. Anyway, yep, cops got him. Don't hear him screaming anymore. And the sirens have stopped. So somebody's spending the night in the drunk tank. And the funny thing is, is I don't think there's any jail cells. We don't have town police. We don't have. Sutton police. Our town is too small. I think we're more considered more a village. I don't even think we're considered a town. I think we're a village. Um, I have to Google that for you. But we are regulated by York Regional Police, which is our county police, and the OPP, which is the Ontario Provincial Police. Um, I don't think there are cells. Here, I think he's going to either have to go to Newmarket or Barry. And you know what they do when they release you in the morning? They open the door. They hand you your shoes and your coat and your personal belongings and wave at you and say, you're free to go. And now you have to find your own way home back to whatever town you came from. Anyway. So... Yeah, that's where I stand on that issue. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we got time for Andrew. <laughs> so the last thing I want to rant about tonight is this map on TikTok. You can look him up. His name is Andrew V. And I'm not encouraging you to go and say anything mean to him or bully him or be aggressive or excessive or suggest anything violent because that would be violating the rules my producer is so my, my live studio audience is um, and if I were to ever meet this person in a dark alley and I was in my car 
I would have to complain about the sudden speed bump that showed up in the middle of the alley because there wasn't one there before. And my foot slipped. I thought I hit the brake. I really did. My foot got caught. It was, uh, it sounds really wild tonight. This is usually a good time to podcast because it's quiet, but no, people are out tonight. It's really weird. Anyway, um, so this person, his name is Andrew V. And his whole platform is basically fat shaming large women. Um, now he did touch on the subject of minor attracted persons because he is one. Now, he claims he's an ethical one. His cutoff age is 16. And he has those 16-year-old children sign non-disclosure agreements. And he makes sure they're 16 because he asks to see their identification and he, and their passport. What? Why do you want their passport? Why Why are you talking to a 16-year-old? Like, the guy's like 37. And he wears this beanie because, you see, like, okay, I will admit, he's got a really good body. He is taking very good care of his body. Um, And he talks about eating healthy and um that we're fat because of what we eat. Not because of our, of our emotional state, not because of our mental state, not because of any illnesses we may have. We're fat because of what we eat. And he only targets women. Just women. Um, we get cancer. Ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, uterine cancer, breast cancer. Because of the foods that we eat. What? I'm, I'm, what? That that's my that's my my I'm gonna entitle this is this podcast is just gonna be entitled What? That's it. What? <laughs> um but yeah, he he has this um now I do suggest that you go on his his TikTok on his wall and ask him why he wears the beanie. And what he's doing about his receding hairline. <laughs> and then sit back, make yourself some popcorn, and be prepared for the barrage of emotional and irate TikToks that will follow once you have questioned his um, Achilles heel. He's very sensitive about his uh, receiving hairline. He refuses to answer your questions and he will be the first to stomp his well-coiffed little foot and, and tell you that it's none of your business. The, what, the, the fact that he has a receding hairline is none of your business and you have no, quite, no, no, no place questioning him. But you're fat. He'll come back with that. He's very defensive when you question him or you challenge his ideals. Um, but yeah, he likes 16 year old girls. That's his cutoff. That's as young as he'll go. He prefers them younger, but he will not engage in relations with anybody younger than 16 because he feels that they're of an age where they can make appropriate decisions, um, 
what? I I now I, I remember when I was sixteen and I thought I knew it all. Pretty much thought my parents were idiots. They knew nothing. Because I was sixteen and it wasn't the same as when they were sixteen. And I am fairly certain that I will have a very similar conversation with another little girl when she reaches 16. Well, you don't know. Because things were different when you were 16, but they're not really. And when you reach 17 and 18, you realize you did not know as much as you thought you may have known at 16. And I had my, um, I'm about to get very personal right now, which, as you know, I do. Um... I had my first, how do, I, how do I phrase this? By choice sexual encounter when I was 16. With my boyfriend, I had been with this particular boy for a year and a half. And I thought I was in love and we were going to get married and have babies. And, 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 you know, we were going to be together forever at 16. And we even ran away because <laughs> our parents thought we spent too much time together and maybe we should spend some time with other friends doing other things. So we ran away together. We got as far as Barry. We were on foot. <laughs> it's a 45 minute drive. Okay. We're lucky we got to Barry. And, um, I honestly couldn't tell you where he is now today. I have no idea. I haven't seen him since I was 17. <laughs> we broke up shortly after said encounter um, with the thanks I just wanted experience before I went and dated Angel. I will give the boy credit, though. I mean, he put in the time. It was a year and a half before he got said experience. But... um afterwards i i it was not an enjoyable experience it never is the first time and um afterwards i had no business doing what i was doing because i was not emotionally capable of handling the adultness of what had just happened and then we broke up shortly thereafter, so there was all of that. But, no, 16-year-olds are not emotionally or mentally capable of making decisions regarding the sexual activities of their bodies at that age. No. There's a reason why they can't get birth control without parental permission. Because there are risks and side effects that they don't understand or don't think. Because when you're 16, you think you're immortal. You do. Everybody's old. You're immortal. You're only 16. You're going to live forever. So the fact that you could get a blood clot in your leg and die, or you could um, a bunch of have a seizure or have a stroke from being on the pill, um doesn't that's old people stuff that's not me it's not gonna happen to me i'm young so they are not capable of making those 
types of decisions. And they certainly shouldn't be making those types of decisions with 37-year-old men. Ew. Oh, I think we have a mild domestic outside. <laughs> and to have them sign a non-disclosure agreement, you're admitting that what you're doing is wrong and they shouldn't be telling anybody about it. So, yeah. Andrew V, that's his that's his TikTok name. Go get him. <laughs> yes, I said it. Go get him. Um that might get me kicked off the platform. But you know what? If I get kicked off the platform for calling out a pedophile, kick me off the platform. I don't care. I would rather be not so I would rather be associated with being removed from that platform because I'm standing up for the rights of children and speaking up against pedophiles because that's what they are. I don't care. You can give it as many letters as you want. You can wrap it up in whatever pretty acronym you want. You're still a pedophile. Plain, simple, end of discussion. That is that is how it goes. If you are having sex with anybody under the age of 18 years old and you are not a teenager yourself, there's a problem. There is a problem. A big problem. Ew. And I... I, I I I have a question. And I think I must have missed a memo or a step or something somewhere. See, my lights just gave up. They just shut off. They're done. They're out. <laughs> um, Why are there kitty litter boxes in bathrooms at school? Yes! Yes! My live studio audience is looking at me like I'm crazy. Okay, so kitty litter boxes in school bathrooms i am not crazy okay so the okay no offense to my american listeners but most of the weirdness that we hear about comes out of the u.s because y'all got some weirdness you got to admit and california is the biggest state pushing for minor attracted persons to be accepted. This is a, 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 a news article from the Toronto Star. That is a local paper, Toronto paper. Um, so, rumors of a school accommodating a furry caused a flurry. First in the United States. Ha, see, you know, you guys did it first. Before Canada. Um, now, apparently there's... Oh, well, they're not going to let me read it unless I subscribe for $3.33 a month for 12 months. So, no. We'll find another article. Okay, so there is one case of litter boxes in school. Um, okay, so for years, apparently... Don't quote me on this. This is on now. This is news.com, so I don't know. I can't speak to the validity of it. Uh, Republican lawmakers and pundits have been spreading a conspiracy theory that public schools have litter boxes in their bathrooms for students who identify as cats. Just this week, 
Joe Rogan just this week. Okay, so when did this come out? This came out in 2022. Okay. So Joe Rogan, who is controversial all in himself, told former Representative Tulsi Gabbard on his podcast that his friend's wife works at a school with a litter box. Well, these situations have never been confirmed, it hasn't stopped some politicians from spreading the claim as a way to harm our community, in particular our transgender, non-binary, and gender-expansive youth. There are two genders! Gender is not expansive! I'm sorry. Nadine Bridges, executive director of One Colorado, told NBC News. NBC News is out with a new deep dive looking into the origin of the bizarre claim. The outlet did find one school district that does, in fact, have kitty litter on site. What? What? The... Uh, Oh, wait, but not for the reason conservatives might think. Per NBC News, the district... Oh. 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 Well, that's sad. Um, I've been stocking classrooms with small amounts of kitty litter since 2017 around where Columbine High School is. As part of go buckets, you know, the go buckets that they have in classrooms in case a school shooter comes in, they have these go buckets with all the things in it that they need to protect themselves. Um, it's an, as it contains emergency supplies in case students are locked in a classroom during a shooting. The kitty litter is to help soak up the blood. Okay. So that wasn't quite as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah. Um, there is no evidence of schools accommodating furries, but apparently they are, because they're allowing children to identify as anything they want. So, if, <laughs> if they want to identify as an adult and go into the Seven Eleven and buy a beer, do we say no? I mean, we could get around that by saying they're not the legal age, but what if they identify as the legal age? How do we deal with that? This is becoming a very slippery slope of identification. I mean, gender is now something that is fluid, apparently. You can identify as whatever you want. Okay, well, I want to identify as an American citizen and a Canadian citizen. Let's see if that works. Throwing that out there. Um, yeah, it's getting a little crazy. So, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's my, what? <laughs> I'm, I've been doing a lot of what lately. I, I, I'll see TikToks and I'll scrolling along, laughing at my funny ones, saving sounds for later so I can make funny videos. And then I'll somehow end up on the wrong side of TikTok and I'll be, what? listening to what oh my god are you kidding me what just oh oh it makes my brain hurt and i have to put it down and walk away or save the video put it down walk away come back to it a few days later still get mad put it down walk away again come back three days later and still be mad and i'm still mad this 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 video still upsets me 
But anyway, so I think um, the neighbors are getting a little rowdy outside and I don't want that bleeding over into my podcast. So um, I am going to wrap this up for this week. Yes, I am. Yeah, I can't understand what you're saying because you're, you're one, two, three, four, five. Oh, right. I have to tell you who the five OCC winners are. Okay. Uh, but you didn't send them to me. You did, but you sent them way back when I, and I looked at it when you sent it to me and went, what am I supposed to do with this? Because this is not going to be here when Alexa, turn on living room light. Thank you. <laughs> I love that he talks back to me nicely. He's so nice to me. Okay, so I'm scrolling back through the conversation trying to find where he sent me the top five for the OCC. Um, so I haven't come to it. Let's see who gets to it first. It's The race is on now. Oh, he found it because he sent it to another podcast. That's why. You know, that's how he found it. So fast. I have scrolly fingers of lightning. If you had to scroll through the conversation, you wouldn't have found it. What is happening? What is happening? Something is playing. There's, there's something playing. It's a video. I clicked somewhere because you, I don't know what's happening. Okay, so I don't know. We're just going to have to ignore what's being said in the background. I'm going to keep talking to talk over it because I can't exactly remember what, you know what? I'm just going to close. Let's just, I can't even close it. It's like frozen. It's like, what are those panic pushes that stop? <laughs> All right, now I have to go back in and open it up and... Yeah, I was so not impressed. They were standing right underneath my window, smoking cigarettes and talking. Drunkard and skunks. If you're going to go out drinking, at least invite me. You sent me a meme. With the ah! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Made me snort, dude. Okay, so. The top five contestants. In no particular order. One, two, three, four. Okay. In no particular order. Stop it. R for the OCC for the year 2023. Our fifth year. R. Contestant number eight, James Rumpel. Contestant number nine, Christina Steele. Wildcard contestant Haley Wolf. Contestant number three, Adele Evershed. And contestant number two, Dawn DeBrail. My condolences go out to all of the other contestants who did not make this round. I'm terribly sorry. But try again next year. You know? Try again next year. You made it in the top ten. Um wait six to eight months and submit it as a manuscript. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can't do that. Got to wait at least a year. <laughs> wait a year. Send it to me. Who knows? Or submit it again next year. Try again. Polish it up. Use the year to polish it up and submit it next year. Um, because in all reality, if it didn't make the top five, then it needs work. So take the time, work on it, submit it again next year. So congratulations to our top five. This is it, guys. This is where you need to shine. No more rejection insurance, nothing but your skill is going to save your hide in this round and put you in the top three. Top two. But we have three contestants. We have like until we have first place, second place, and third place. We, we this will give them the top three, and then two of those three will compete head to head for the grand prize. Okay, see. <laughs> You know what that looks like, right? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so two of the five contestants that I just listed will be going home after this round. <laughs> this is the last round. This is it. They need to shine to get into the top three and go head to head for our grand prize all right everybody good luck and god bless all right that is housekeeping for this week i am as always the hostess with the mostest lupa and i don't know why i decided to ah oh and okay so there's this, there, we used to do a podcast called Flashback Fridays. It was on Friday, but, um, I rain Fridays. I'm not giving up Fridays and nobody can compete with me on Friday. So, uh, we now have this revamped podcast called Flashbacks and it comes out on Saturday. It is hosted by David K. Montoya. And what he does is he goes way back into our archives and he picks three podcasts from the past and place them on the show so you can listen to podcasts from uh when in burbank um some of the older um my public life is an american nerd who's the boss you're gonna throw in some seeing red yep he's gonna throw in some seeing red you never know what you're gonna hear but they're gonna be classics from our archives so you might hear some myth bits when we first got started way back when we didn't know what the hell we were talking about and we were doing interviews and stuff. So check it out. It's every Saturday and it's hosted by the other hostess, host, host with the most, <laughs> David K. Montoya. All right, everybody. I have plugged his podcast. I have lived up to my contractual obligations. I'm going to wrap this shit show up. <laughs> I never said the bad word. I never said the bad word. I'm not gonna. There's no need. It would be just for effect. Anyway. Uh, you know the drill. Be kind. 
don't lick shit. And until next week, see ya. Carry on all the way well, son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry.